This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome everyone, those joining and even watching the replay. This is my friend Tara and she is a manifestation teacher and I'm really excited to have her on the live because we've known each other for years, like went to middle school together, grew up in the same town and I started following Tara around, I guess it was like December 2018, which is like when you really started getting into manifestation And then you started with um, Manifest Mondays and everything in January 2019 and like totally just took off with your business and really started being a teacher of manifestation. So this is why I wanted to have you on the live today and to have this conversation. So I would love if you can maybe just share a little bit more about yourself and then we're just going to dive in and start chatting about money and manifestation and all those fun things. So I used to be a personal trainer and a nutritionist, and I was kind of like a big goal of mine to own my own personal training studio. So that was like a big manifestation that happened. And um, I did that for three years. And then I just was really, the more I dove into the self-development world, the more I really fell in love with it. And um, I just realized like I wanted to be doing that full time as a career and, and fitness was no longer having the same, like bringing me the same amount of joy. So I retired the gym just in time for me to fly out and meet my soulmate and get engaged within two weeks. And then um, it has been like pretty crazy ever since. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've had such a good time just watching your life unfold and fold and like all the leaps and bounds that you've had in the last couple of years. It's been like so amazing. So <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but for the month of March, I've made it like March money manifestation month. So I've been posting about my like money mindset and just chatting a lot about money. And so I really wanted to bring you on to chat about money. And also, especially because you have, you know, your experience of being an entrepreneur and even just like changing entrepreneurial paths in the last couple of years. So I would love if you can share what's been what's been your journey with money mindset? Like even, you know, when you started the gym compared to what you're doing now, like do you want to share just a couple of things that you've learned or experienced or shifted in the last couple of years? Mm -hmm. It's funny because I have always kind of, the more I got into manifestation and money, almost the worse it got. Interestingly enough, because it's like the, I, I was great before I started being like, oh, do I have money blocks? Like, are there blocks that I need to look through with money? And, like, the more that I started kind of obsessing over it, the, the harder it got to, like, kind of get it going. So now I feel like I've really come to a place where I've just, like, let go and I'm really allowing and, like, business is, go- is really, really good and it's kind of easy. But it's funny. We can almost get into a place of, like, the more we start questioning ourselves and diving deep into this work, the harder it's like the more you know the worse off (laughs) (laughs) like oh yeah like the saying ignorance is bliss yeah because then because then like the more you learn oh but if I have this kind of energy if I have these kinds of thoughts or these kinds of beliefs and that means that I'm gonna prevent flow from coming in and and then then I'm not gonna be able to think of income streams and so on and then you kind of start building this wall you know Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh 
Yeah. So I think like, um, lately it's just been really coming back to like what, what is true for me. And it's like, there's always, I always end up being okay. It's always working out for me. And then that always brings me to a sense of a relief and then allowing becomes really easy. Like, yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So what were, okay. So say you said, as you learned more, you felt like it got worse, like the experience of like receiving and releasing money and so on. So what did you find worked for you specifically to kind of find your groove then to create more income streams or just be able to receive more? Um, yeah. So at the beginning, before I even knew anything, I thought like 16 to 20 K months were just like normal, like easy. So I immediately, the minute I was like, okay, great. Like I want to do that. So then they just started happening like instantly. Cause I didn't think it was a big deal. And then I started seeing everyone else talking about like, oh, like 10K is like the holy grail. And I was like, oh, like, <laughs> it was kind of a big deal that I thought so effortlessly. And then all of a sudden things started like creeping back down to like 10, 9, 8, 5K months. Um, so the thing that really helped was really letting go of like, all the rules. I actually like stopped focusing. It's funny because this is the biggest thing is that I learned because with dream body, I can see how my beliefs change so much over time with dream body. And I realized that the less I thought about my body, the less I focused on it, the better it got. And I realized that with money, every kind of thought that I have or anything I spent or anything I did, I was always making it mean something. Whereas with my body, I'll eat like ice cream cake every single day, bag of chips, and I don't make it mean anything other than like, I'm always going to be in my dream body. So I really started like comparing the two. And I was like, Oh, like when I spend, I'm making it mean like, Oh, I'm bad with money, I'm going to run out of money, whatever. And I, I started really trying to view money the way that I view food and my body in like, Every single thing is leading me to my dream body. Every single thing is leading me to my million dollar business. Because I noticed when, when I got married, because before it was just me and I could, I love to spend, like I love shopping. I love buying new clothes and makeup and all the things. And, um, but now there's another person in the house that can like see all my packages coming every day. <laughs> and he isn't like, he has the best money mindset of all time, but I started judging myself. I was like, oh my God, well, I shouldn't buy this. I shouldn't do that. And like, I started feeling really guilty about it. And then I started getting like less and less money and like all this like guilt and shame. And it related so much to my intuitive eating journey. Um, because I, I never, like I used to be in a place of so much guilt and shame around food. And then obviously when you're in guilt and shame, then you, you end up eating more. You end up like binging because you're in all the shame. And that's the same thing that was happening with like my spending. I was like secretively trying to be like, oh my God, like don't notice that this is like new clothes and stuff. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So, I mean, I told, we kind of like talked about it and that really helped because he's like, I'm not judging, like your money is your money. Like do whatever you want with it. And I'm like, okay, like I just need to really, it was my own judgments on myself. Um, I forget where I was really going with that, but really it's about like, I started making everything mean something positive instead of making it mean something bad. So really noticing like, what am I making this mean when I spend this money? What am I making it mean when like someone does come in? What, it, what am I making it mean when somebody leaves the membership or whatever? Yes. Oh my gosh. What you shared was so good. And I love that you brought up dream body and just like showing the contrast. Like I think we forget as human beings, like let's say in one, if we're really excelling in one area of life, 
then we just have this story like, oh, it's just that I'm really good at this. Like, this is how it is. But then we don't realize, like, if you actually look at the patterns of what you're doing in that area of life and you start to apply it to other areas of life, like, it, it's you're going to produce results, right? Exactly. And, yeah, and so that's totally what you did where especially, and I love that, like, if you think about eating and your body, like, money is an exchange. Like, it is going in and out, right? And, like, you know, you can get, you can use money to buy different things just, like, you know, eating different foods is, like, different forms of fuel for your body and, and tastes and whatever, right? And so I think it's so great that you that you caught that and that was, like, able to, you know, you're able to shift that. And I think... You made another really good point too. Have you read the book by Gabby Bernstein called Judgment Detox? No. Okay. Have you heard of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I started reading it and I was, I'm getting really into it because it's talking about judgment. And I was like, wow, like it just, I just really realized like as a human being, we just naturally judge. And then we like judge ourselves for judging. And then we judge ourselves like just period. And so I think it's really, it's so powerful that you caught yourself judging yourself. And then, you know, you obviously had a conversation with Trevor and you were just able to completely shift that experience. And I think that's another thing too, is that we don't realize how much we judge when it comes to money. Yeah. Everything. We judge ourselves for everything. And like, and with food as well, like I realized, like I, I, I don't make it like if I, so let's say overspending and overeating, like I used to go into such like a shame foul when I overate and now when I overeat, it doesn't mean anything. It just means I'm going to be less hungry tomorrow. So I was like, why am I making overspending, um, like such a horrible shame spiral thing? Cause like, that's the worst place you can be when you're manifesting money is in this like shame spiral. So I just really started feeling make it I use the same principles that I use for like intuitive eating towards money it's like does this feel good it's like does it feel good to eat this does it feel good to spend this does it like and I'm just always in this place of like what feels good yeah no I think this is something too that I know that you're into human design oh. and you're uh what kind of projector are you what's your authority um uh, emotional emotional projector okay so I'm a sacral oh. generator what's also. that I'm an emotional projector, also in Aries, and we're supposed to, like, ride the wave, and I'm, like, the most impulsive person, literally, I got engaged in two weeks, like, I'm such an impulsive, and so, both projectors, and we're both Aries, but anyway. Oh my gosh, no, I love it, and the more that I learn about human design, oh, it's just so liberating, because it really helped me, where, as before, I was, like, always trying to be logical, especially around spending money, it was like, okay, what's the smart thing to do, Kayla, like, you should have savings, like you should do this and not have credit card debt and all of this. And then it was just so many, it was just, it felt so restrictive. And, and so when I started to learn more about human design and like with this being a sacral generator, like I am meant to make decisions in the moment that are supposed to be like a hell yes or a hell no. So mm -hmm. when it comes to spending money, like I will literally ask myself like, yeah, does this feel good? Yes or no. Is this something that I want? Yes or no. And then from there, you know, I make the decision. And it can totally be a scary thing. Like there's I the decision I made, I think it was yeah, in January, I signed up for a human design program that's nine months long. And it's the biggest investment that I've ever made in my business. But I was so lit up by it that I signed up. And I was laughing because I was like, this is so logical. Like this makes absolutely no sense to do this. Like if you were to look at my bank account and look at you know, how much money I'm making, but I just I just trusted it and it felt good. 
So I can imagine you being an emotional projector, like you will ride that wave and it, the, the, the decision will come from the emotional experience, right? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I don't use my authority to make the decisions. I, I'm kind of like, you, is this a fuck yes or is this a fuck no? And it's usually a fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. Then I will overcommit myself where I say, I say like yes to too many things when I'm on the high. And then when I'm in the low, I'm like, oh my God, I can't do it. So yeah. that's kind of flaky, but. Yeah. But you know what though? I think. Another thing that I've learned as well, because I'm kind of the same, like just as a sacral, like the yes or no, even with spending money is that one thing that I've really been embracing is like the permission to change my mind, like the mm. permission to change your mind. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's like such a heaviness around, like you said you would do this, you have to do it. But the thing is, you know, even with spending money or not spending money, it's like really looking at, okay, this felt good to spend and now it doesn't or vice versa. And just being able to change your mind, I think is like so important because life is not just this like linear trajectory and there is going to be those, those up and downs. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think normalizing that is like so important. Yeah. I've definitely gotten good at um, changing my mind and being like, I just overcommitted. Yeah. 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 So let's chat a little bit about, I know that you you've shared a lot and you've like transformed a lot of your, you know, money beliefs and just experience with money and the flow and whatnot. If you were to, I guess, I don't want to say give advice, but just share your story with someone like if they're dealing with a lot of debt or maybe guilt and spending money, like what are some specific things that you would tell them that they could do or say or feel to like move themselves away from that like I know that you have one of your programs the happy frequency is that what it's called yeah so what are some of the the coaching things that you that you uh inform your clients of or that you share on social media yeah that's what I was gonna say is the emotional guidance scale is so helpful so when I or when anyone is in a bunch of so the emotional guidance scale is like a frequency of emotions have you seen the ones with um Abraham Hicks and like yeah. that, that frequency, is that is that the one you're talking about? Or is this a different uh, one that you found? I made up my own. It's very similar. Uh, here, wait, I'm going to pull it up. I don't know where it is. Okay. But um, basically what it what it is, is like at the very bottom, at the lowest frequency emotions are like fear, despair, powerlessness, that sort of thing. So that can, you can definitely be in that place when you're feeling really low with money. And then even just moving up into unworthiness is a step up. So if you're thinking like law of attraction, as well as like how you're feeling, just by moving up into like even anger and revenge, you've just moved up like five steps, which is really funny because we typically as like spiritual teachers, we think like, oh, we shouldn't be angry or blameful. But going from fear, despair, powerlessness into blame is a huge jump in your energy and your frequency, which is going to start giving you different results. And it's not like you need to go blame people like per face to face and be like this is all your fault but even just like if you think of it in terms of like here's an example like if I'm in so much despair like oh my god I have no savings I have like fifty hundred thousand dollars this isn't true but of credit card debt <laughs> I'm full and it's like I blame my parents they never taught me how to do this like this is all their fault I went from like this fear despair blame um shame into like blaming which is actually higher energy and gives you more solutions and then you can move up like another step which was like overwhelmment or disappointment or 
And then you just kind of start moving. So if someone is in all this fear and worry, I get them to like literally move up the emotional guidance scale one step at a time. So it'd be like, okay, I feel angry and then finish the sentence and like really actually move the energy until you feel it. And it's like, okay, I feel like I blame this or I'm overwhelmed about this and disappointed. I'm worried. And then you, the best part is when you can start moving up into like contentment or boredom even just like boredom um and for that it can take some time to get up there like you don't always do it always in one session but that's what I really I feel like that's just such a helpful tool like you can google it the emotional guidance scale and um I literally have it as the background of my phone because I use it every single day I'm like oh I'm feeling this can I move up one step and then it, it helps you move up into the next the next the next oh my gosh I love that you share this because it just is a tool. Like, even if you're really like, feel like you're down in the dumps, it really is a tool. Like, like you said, you're crawling up a ladder. And I think the biggest thing is when, when we're feeling disempowered about money, it's usually, there's usually these feelings around feeling stuck. Right. And like, okay, there's not enough. I need more of this. I don't know what else to do. Like, there's a lot of just shit right? So at least, you know, if you're moving up the scale, and you're still in those more like negatively charged emotions, you are processing and you're moving because if you were just angry all the time, then there's no movement, right? Or if you were just in despair or just in fear, but actually like feeling different emotions means that like that is like emotions are energy in motion, right? So I like super love that you just shared that. And I think that's going to be so helpful for people watching or listening to this right now. It's that's like, that's amazing. That's so fun. It's really like, so what I did in the happiness frequency was I turned it into kind of like a journaling prompt where I filled the, I'd made like a workbook and had the page and it was like, and you could start wherever you're at. So you could be starting at contentment, satisfaction, then you're moving up into like joy, like joy, appreciation, love, freedom, that sort of thing. So it's all about like, because a lot of times in the manifestation world it's kind of like oh you can't feel bad because then you're going to start attracting bad things but the what you resist is going to continue to persist and like that's the best way to get yourself into a whole bunch of just like shit because you're not looking at what's coming up and that's the most important thing so I feel like the guidance scale will really be like okay this is where I'm at right now even if you can move up one step and it's just like, it's literally right in front of you. So, so I journal on it and I try to do, I try to spend like 10 minutes every day. Like, okay, where do I feel? What do I feel right now about this goal? Can I move? How high can I get on the scale? Yeah. Oh, I love you're, you're so good at bringing things into like bite sized pieces for people. I've always noticed that with your coaching. Oh yeah. Like all the things you're like, okay guys, we're taking this big thing and we're just going to break it down into like little itty bitty things. And one of the, one of the things that I've actually shared so many times with my own clients or just people that I've had conversations with is the 10 minute timer. So how you use that, I'm like, just set 10 minutes, do whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's journaling, even if you're doing, doing this activity, just do it for 10 minutes and see the shift that you can create in that time. And it like makes such a difference because it's like you're moving forward, right? Yeah. Ten minute rule is life changing. Like, change your life. Do the goal and just dedicate ten minutes to it every day. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, I've I remember I did like a ten minute transformation thing, and I just was like, yeah, I'm just gonna play piano for ten minutes every day, and I like. It was just so good. And, like, it's the whole idea behind the 10-minute rule is you're really 
like eliminating self-sabotage and procrastination because you're like okay I can do anything for 10 minutes like I can get go for a walk for 10 minutes or I can start cleaning the house for 10 minutes but it's when we start making things too big that then we get overwhelmed and then we self-sabotage and we never do yeah. them yeah 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 oh my gosh I'm smiling right now because I feel like something that may have started as a 10 minute thing for you was knitting and now it's like a 10 hour thing <laughs> yeah this is like blanket in the back. Oh my god, your blanket. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh my goodness. And that that this is like a total side note conversation now, but you started knitting when you had to quarantine after Florida, right? Yeah. And then it yeah. just turned into this like crazy passion. Oh, I love it. I literally it might be my next thing. Like I want to be a crochet influencer. <laughs> <laughs> but actually this is another really good tip because manifestation work you can do at any time and I am manifesting when I'm knitting and crocheting like I have I have like mantras that I repeat as I'm doing it like it's very meditative and when I'm crocheting or knitting I'm literally sitting and being in the energy of all my goals like I'm like I'm a I'm a millionaire right now and like it feels so good and I'm just like dreaming and I'm basically like visualizing and meditating and I have affirmations that I repeat I call it manifesting Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That is so good. Oh my god, this is that is that is so good. I love that. I'm like knitting all my intentions into You're literally kidding. knitting them like manifesting them physically through your knitting. Oh yeah. That is so good. Activity. So you're really like drilling it into your subconscious. It's honestly it's brilliant. You can do that with anything, though, like going for walks. Like, I try to do that in everything that I do, really. But Oh, yeah. No, that's amazing. Actually, this is a really good segue into another thing. So we talked about the happy frequency scale and, like, elevating your emotions. So that's, like, a very energetic experience. And then this is more, like, kinesthetic, how you're knitting and you're visualizing. So what are other ways that you like to, you know, bring manifestation into your life, like whether it's about money or whatever other goals, you can obviously apply it to money. But what are some ways that you like to do things visually or like auditorily or like verbally that that kind of thing? Um, I love listening to I record my mantras and I listen to them as I fall asleep. So that's something that I do every night. Because um, just hearing it and then I end up like dreaming about it. And it's just like really penetrating my subconscious mind. So that would be auditory. I love visualizing um, as well. Like kind of when I fall asleep is I'm like listening to my affirmations and then I'm visualizing them as kind of like putting myself there. Um, visually, like I have all of my kind of like goals and my beliefs like up on my wall. Um, yeah. And then I'm just like, I'm really intentional about getting into the feeling. So I love like... I try to practice like two minutes a day of just like rampaging as if it's done and speaking it out loud into existence. And then just whenever I can think about it, it's just like, I'm doing this from the place of like, I'm already at my goal. Like I'm already a millionaire. I've already had this like 40 K launch or whatever it is that I'm focusing on at the time. Like before I got my dream car, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Still in the shop, but, um, uh, I was driving my Honda Fit and I was just like picturing being like in, in the Jeep and everything. So everything I do, I try to do it with like the intention of where I'm heading to next. while still appreciating like where I am, but. Oh yeah. 
No, I think I love that you showed that because last year around this time, I was like in a really disempowering place financially. And there was literally no evidence in my current circumstances that anything was changing anytime soon. And I just kept doing what you're talking about, like really shifting those emotions over and over again, like despite being like having so much fear and worry and shame and guilt around my financial situation and like arguing with my boyfriend, I just kept focusing on what it is that I wanted. And that is really what pulled me out of it. And it did take time. I think that's another thing too, is like you talked about earlier, just really letting go and surrendering. So that can just, you just let go of like how you think it's supposed to be so that it can show up organically. Actually, that's another really good question I could ask you. How do you work on, once you have, you have clarity around what it is that you want, let's say financially, how do you let go of the how or any attachments and that kind of thing? um that is actually something that I'm pretty good at like normal I just like I really I just don't let myself really go there if I start seeing so right now my intention is to make 40k before my birthday my birthday's on Tuesday so kind of manifesting that this week (laughs) and um but it's like I'm not like oh it has to come through this and I have to sell this many things I'm like I have my membership. I have everything for sale on my website. I have coaching. I have the Dream Body Collective. I have Mind Magic. I have our Elevate. I have millions of ways that money can come to me. I think that's a big thing too. It's like I built my business to be this way intentionally so that everything's for sale always. So I'm always open to receiving money. Like I don't really like the idea of people like, okay, now I'm launching this and now it's open for this period. It's like you can buy anything all the time. And it's so I'm always open to receiving money. Um, So I'm never putting all my eggs in one basket of like, okay, this is how it's going to happen. It's like, actually, I just need to be a vibrational match for 40k, which feels like so fun and exciting. And I can buy all the furniture and I just can't wait. And I want to do like an Instagram post on my birthday and like talk about it. And like, that's the energy that I just try to get in every day. And then I just like have fun with it. Like, and if I notice myself getting caught up in like, oh, I haven't sold a collective yet today, then I'll this is something that's been life-changing for me is I've been reading The Greatest Secret. Have you read that yet? No, not yet. It's really good. And I mean, I know this is like kind of obvious, but it's hit me in a whole new way in terms of coming into your awareness or like your consciousness. And it's like literally taking a step back and being like, am I aware? And I feel like what that does for me is it puts me, it like zooms me out. And I'm like, then I can notice my mind being like, what is my mind like saying about all this stuff and making all this mean and I can just come back to like my true this is gonna sound like so cheesy but like just like my true power of who I am like my pure source energy consciousness whatever and that just puts me in a place of I can just notice where I'm trying to like control things or getting worried about things or making things mean something that they don't um so yeah that's how I just surrender just like have fun with it we're just it's supposed to be fun you know yeah Oh, no, I love everything you just said. And even when I know that you felt like that was like a little bit cheesy what you said, but it wasn't at all like what you what you're talking about is like disassociating yourself from yourself so that you can it's almost like when you're coaching a client like you can see their self limiting belief, you can hear the limitations like you like you 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 can just see this little cloud that's up and around them. So then when you take the intention of being aware, and then you kind of take that bird's eye view and back off and then you look at yourself objectively you're like wow like look at this fear that I have or look at this worry that's coming up and then you can process it differently because what's that quote by Albert Einstein it's like 
you can't solve problems with the same consciousness that created them. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I feel like that's basically what you're saying is that you're just when you just associate yourself that way and you look at it differently, like Amanda Francis says this too and Gabby Bernstein, like, how can I see this differently? Then yeah. that's how you can totally shift how you're showing up, which is like so cool. Oh, yeah. Um, there's something I was going to say about that, but then I lost it. Um, yeah. Lost it? That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So what would be, if somebody were to pick one thing to focus on to shift their experience with money? Actually, I actually have two questions. That's the first one. And I'm just saying there's two, so I don't forget the second one. If you were to tell somebody one thing to focus on to shift their experience with money, what would be like the first thing for them to do? Because there's so many options, right? It can be really overwhelming at times. Mm -hmm. I would say consistently asking yourself the question, like, how can I let this be easy? And just like, how can I let this be fun? How can I let this be easy? Like, how can I enjoy this process? Because it's like we get it's so emotionally charged with money and we get so caught up and we we make it mean like if we we have debt we're a bad person we're all these things we have all the shame um so i would just really be like how can i like stop making this mean anything about me as a person like oh i remembered what i was gonna say earlier and um and just like zoom out and just let it be fun and let it be easy and then the other thing i was gonna say in terms of awareness that was really helpful for me was they said in the book like every day like you use your car to get around but like you are not your car and they talked about how like your mind and your body are just like the vehicles that we experience life in and then that really helped me see it almost from this like oh yeah like i can i can, since i can observe my thoughts and observe my body like i am not this, this is getting a little oh my god that's so brilliant okay honestly metaphorically speaking like actually speaking using metaphors is so fucking powerful and this is why hypnosis works because there's a lot of metaphor like metaphorical meaning put into hypnosis and it's like that literally just completely shifts the experience and makes it less personal because like what you just said was so brilliant how you know we use our car to drive around but we're not the car yeah right so then it's like okay we use our brain to create thoughts and experiences of our life but we are not those thoughts and experiences unless they're positive and empowering ones <laughs> yeah even so, that's like would be the next level of like also detaching from like everything. Like like nothing means anything almost. Yeah. Yeah. Things are going good. We make it mean all these good things, and then but then we're really attached to things must go good. But if yes, it just is what it is all the time, no matter what. Like that's like yeah. your next enlightenment. <laughs> so good. Okay, so I just want to remember the name of this book: The Greatest Secret. Yeah, it's the latest one, Rhonda Burns, like the secret, the greatest secret. Oh, really? Because I've have, have you read the grat the gratitude or no, the magic? And it's a book about, it's all about gratitude. And then she has another one called the power. And then there's obviously the secret. So all of the people watching or listening right now, those books are like prime. So Rhonda Burns, yeah, she's so good. Or is it Rhonda Burns? Burns? Rhonda. I can't remember. Yeah, Burns. Yeah. Okay, perfect. The other thing that I wanted to ask you was with who you are right now and everything that you've created for yourself, what would you say to the Tara many years ago who never thought that she could have the life or the financial freedom that you have now? What, like, what would you say to your younger self? This makes me so emotional. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Thinking of myself like years ago, mostly to do with like my confidence and my body and like relationships. Like if I could be like Tara, like you're gonna be in this place where you had no idea how it like makes me so uncomfortable. Oh my okay. god, and I love you so much for your vulnerability, Tara. This is like my heart is like so big for you right now. <laughs> yeah. Um I would just say like okay, so what would I say to my younger self? Or what was yeah. I would just be like it gets to be so much better than you can even imagine and just like just keep going like like have like let it be fun like quit worrying so much about everything and about what people are thinking about you and all these like judgments and just like enjoy your life and know that it's all working out in your favor and it it gets to keep getting like better and better and better and I feel like that's just so relevant to me right now thinking like in 10 years I'm sure that I would look back and say the same thing like stop worrying so much about having like a 50k month like it doesn't matter like just have fun it's all going to unfold like I feel like I needed to hear that (laughs) oh yeah oh my gosh what you just said just hit me so hard like so sometimes, again, kind of like touching back on human design, because I'm a serial generator, I'm very like action oriented. So this is just I get stuck in overdrive. And so and that just becomes like work, even though I'm like doing things for my business or have certain financial goals, or whatever. It's just like motion, right? So and it's so funny, because you just even, you know, on your podcast or on your Instagram or in your courses, how you show up, you always show up from this place of just fun and just like, carefree and in a sense of like an empowering way you know what I mean and I just think I don't know I just love that about you Tara like this just reminding everyone to just have fun and not be so serious because it's like everyone's just stuck in this fucking hamster wheel (laughs) of having to do the next thing have the next thing make this money like have the business have the soulmate whatever it is but you just you always bring it you just simplify it again you simplify it that's what you do and which is like a classic you know projector move and just like making strategies and processes for people like really easy and like seeing deep into what needs to happen right thank you yeah that means so much there was a question here hi marissa um thank you guys so much for the love on the um so we want to upload our lives and are so afraid of money and debt and then we find programs that we want to join but they cost so much and that puts me right back into the lack mentality um so this is really good so you don't need to buy a program to change your life. Um, I would really look into like, why am I so afraid? You said, literally said so afraid of money, so afraid of money and debt. Why, what are you so afraid of? What are you making it mean about you? Where is this fear coming from? Because instead of trying to, you don't want to buy a program out of black. You don't want to buy a program to be like running away from fear and debt. That's never going to work. That's just going to bring up more fear and debt. If you buy a program in that place, it's never, it's like, I always buy a program from the place of like, this is going to make me 10 times more money. And it's like this place of like, I'm moving towards desire, not running away from like this fear and lack. So really look at like, what's your motivation. And, and the other thing is like, I mean, that's the main thing with that question is like, you're in this like so much fear. So definitely don't buy anything in that place. But there's also free content all over the internet. Like you don't need to buy anything to change your life. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's so true. And you know what, actually, that is something that I wish I was seeing less of in the world is like the scarcity selling. 
And I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with knowing or believing that your work is going to make a huge impact for someone. But there's a difference in saying like, if you don't do this, then your life's not going to change. And you're just choosing your current situation. Like there's, there's sometimes this very like manipulative, manipulative or negative ambience that comes from certain people who are selling on the internet, where I think like, when you come from a place of like, you are so fucking perfect the way that you are and you literally have everything within you to create a life that you love and like your desires are yours like they're meant for you and you know all the challenges that you're facing is literally just creating the foundation for you to be able to receive what you want and this is this program whatever it is is going to take you to the next level like that is such a different conversation than being like your money mindset sucks and you should pay 10 million dollars for this program and if you don't then you're not going to change <laughs> Like, I mean, that's like a big, I've been, I was actually really struggling with that when I started knitting. This was a part of it. <laughs> that I was just really frustrated with the, the whole industry of like manifestation. I feel like everywhere I looked, everyone is selling some sort of like manifestation. Well, that's also, I had that belief. So it was showing up everywhere. And I was really, I feel like every, everybody was like, you have to have this. You need to like change this. And I was just like, oh my god, it just felt so inauthentic and so frustrating. And I was like, I don't want to be viewed in that way. And I had a really good conversation with Lauren about it. She's like, why do you think that like, you're clearly judging, like that these people are being inauthentic, and then you're in fear that people are going to think you're inauthentic. So I really had to like, look at like, what is my motivation and my intention behind like selling anything. And then it's, I always make sure it's coming from a place of like, I just really want to share this with you. And I'm like, so happy if you join, but it's not like that. Here's the podcast. Here's this, here's whatever else, you know? Yeah, no. And honestly, that's how I feel from you when you show up and you're like, you're sharing about your dream body program or the collective or the happy frequency program or like the paid projectors, like whatever it is that you're selling, like I can tell that it's coming from like the bottom of your soul. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing, there's nothing half-assed about it. Like it's totally open-hearted. So I, I wish that, yeah <laughs> I mean I think I never want to but yeah that's something that I need to like look at it myself where I'm like judging myself or like making myself wrong or whatever it's like yeah. it's like you this place where you're like well if it's like so good then we shouldn't charge for it you know but it's also yeah. like but I, <laughs> so I like to buy clothes guys. oh my gosh well, you know what, though, there is, okay, I've heard of this term, like, there's a transformation in the transaction. And I, oh. I do, I do believe in that. Because I think when you're making an investment in yourself, like whether it's a course or a coach or whatever it is that you're paying for, when you when you declare, like when you're grounded, and you're like, I'm gonna do this. And I feel uncomfortable, but I feel empowered about doing this. And you choose to make that investment, that's something that you've never done before then you're taking a new action. Therefore, inevitably, there's going to be a new result. And I think it's, it's also literally a declaration of your worth and being like, I'm worthy of this financial investment, time investment, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is. And so there, there really is, you know, like some of the best transformations that I've ever had have been from like monetary transactions, because money does represent an energetic exchange. And I think that that's something that's really important for people to know. But it's also just being aware, like, are you doing it from a place of fear? Or are you doing it from like this, this excitement that you know that you're stretching yourself, but you also still feel safe and empowered around, you know, whatever it is that you're buying? Yes. 
Oh, yeah, that's so true because I've given away like courses lots of times and all the ones that I give away for free, they don't do them. They don't appreciate, they don't value it. And, and that's like, whatever. But, um, the biggest transformations in my life came from when I spent the most amount of money. Like when I spent like $15,000 on going to Bali for a week for that retreat, but it was, but I didn't do it from fear. I did it from excitement and this is going to change my life. And I had that intention, but, and I know Lauren really believes in that. Like she hired a coach for $60,000 because she's like, that's going to, this is going to change my life. Like, not that she felt like I have to do this to be successful because that's running away from fear. It's like, no, this is just my commitment to myself. And I, when I do this, I'm saying that like, this is going to keep coming. So yeah, I do actually really believe in the power of like spending money intentionally as, and it just, you just have to really make sure it feels good. There still can be fear and like, <gasps> what have I done? Like, I remember when I bought Bali, I was like, oh my God, what have I just done? <laughs> but then I just knew the right move. Yeah. And it's funny because I can relate to this in the sense like in the last year and a bit, I've done a lot of certifications. And know, you know, like, I've done literally when you wrote, I was like, I, I need to that. <laughs> but you know, what's funny is that I, I've had Okay, so I the thing that I've done, like literally NLP, hypnosis, law of attraction, I'm getting into human design, like Reiki, all the things. But the thing is, I never made those purchases from a place of like I'm not good enough as a coach I don't know enough this is why I have to do it it was literally always coming from the place of like I love learning and I know that my my craft to master is like a generator like your mastery over time is coaching and I just love you know understanding the mind with like NLP and language and subconscious mind versus like the energetic healing and then now with human design like the astrological way of looking at it right and so I had to have a conversation with myself because it's like, okay, I was making these investments in myself to get certified and do programs. But like, some people questioned me, they're like, Kayla, like, do not think you're good enough. Like, why do you keep doing more? And I and then I was like, yeah, I was was like, because I, I want to, like, this actually feels good for me, even though it doesn't make sense for other people. And I think, actually, that's another really important point. I think it's so important that we get in touch with what we want not what we think we can have or should have. And we make decisions from there. Because for example, if I had gone and listened to the judgment or feedback from other people of like, Kayla, you're not taking a chance on yourself, you just keep educating yourself. If I listened to that, then I wouldn't really be following my desires, I would be following their opinions and judgments about me. And I think that is a trap that we get stuck in, which is like, you know, so important to not get stuck in essentially <laughs> yeah um yeah I've definitely had my fair share of judgmental people <laughs> that have made me like question or doubt myself but yeah you just I feel like a uh, really good advice for anyone posting or like that has their own business or there any decision you make it's just like is this coming from love or fear like really simple yeah. of- feel like a loving thing or does this feel like oh I need to do this because I'm not good enough or whatever like you literally come in with like the most simple <laughs> wisdom bombs ever Tara I love you so much for it <laughs> it's, so, it's so good like let's yeah. just boil all of this shit down everyone and ask is this coming from love or fear and that's how you're gonna live your life and it's gonna be fun it's gonna be easy it's gonna be like if we made every decision from love we would like food, money, 
relationships like oh my god our life would I mean we still have our human that like gets in the way but um yeah I think that's a good intention to have oh yeah a hundred percent oh my gosh okay honestly I really 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 loved our conversation today Tara and there was some like major wisdom bombs I'm gonna definitely be sharing this on my insta feed I'm actually gonna pull it and turn it into a podcast episode as well and I'll, I'll share that with you yeah so before we wrap things up What's that? If you want to send it to me, I'll post it on mine too. Oh yeah, for sure I will. Before we wrap things up, I know that you have a couple of exciting things coming up and I wanted to just give you the opportunity if you can share with the people watching what they can sign up for, what programs you have. And also, yeah, if you just want to share where they can find you, follow you and whatnot, then uh, we can take it from there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, find me on terabinet at terabinet mindset and my website's terabinet.com and you can go to my store. You can see everything. The biggest thing that's coming up is the dream body collective, which is like my manifesting dream body program. And it's basically like a dream body mastermind where you're just like getting in the inside the minds of people that are in their dream body. Like, like, and especially me where there's a group chat every day. So really excited for that. That's starting April 1st. And other than that, you can, if you're interested in the happiness frequency, like, I feel like honestly, that course is truly life changing. Um, and you can get that anytime. It's 10 video trainings, like all the workbooks, all the everything, meditations, all the stuff. So it's a good one. So good. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. And I'm, I'm really excited to like, share this even more like you've done the live but just to share the replay is going to be so good yeah, thank you everyone for watching and for all the love, love you yes thank you so much okay bye everyone